Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. How was everyone's Halloween? We took the week off because Halloween landed on a Tuesday, Taco Tuesday and Halloween. I missed an opportunity to dress up as the embodiment of Taco Tuesday. Honestly, I'm still mourning that a little bit, but my costume was pretty badass, so not too grumpy. (laughs) But I hope you guys have had a most amazing couple of weeks and we are back to catch up. So this week, we are going to talk about um, lessons that I've learned through the eras of 2023. We are going by month. Each month has their own era, and we're going to talk about some lessons learned. So that's exciting. But first, let's catch up. So I went and saw the Eras Tour movie. You know, I feel like because I went to opening night, it was like a must watch obviously like I'm a Swifty till I die I think the fact that I went to her concert the first one of her eras tour uh yeah I think that'll be part of my personality for the rest of my life um because it was literally the best experience but I went and saw the movie and she filmed it at her last U.S. eras tour which was in L.A. And so the set list was actually a smidge different, like four songs probably. But she did the acoustic version of our song, which is my all-time favorite Taylor Swift song. So I was so thrilled. And the performance of Tolerate It is one of the most like articulate and cinematic things I've ever seen. Don't make fun of me because it's so good. First of all, I love the song. Resonated with me for quite a while. And just the embodiment of the song is unmatched. So if you haven't seen the movie, just go find a clip of Tolerate It because it's so good. Um, but we're going to jump back to Halloween. Um, H, we're going we're gonna to just say H because... Homegirl has a boyfriend. <laughs> ah, right? It's crazy. But we love it. So we're going to call him H because he's mine. I don't like to share. Um, so that's the only details y'all get except for your weekly updates on life. <laughs> but H and I dressed up as T-Swizzle and Travis Kelsey. Absolutely ate it. Okay? It was fantastic. I went as fearless era taylor so i had a gold dress and some cowboy boots on he threw on a teakhouse jersey and we looked hot as shit so i'll post pictures check out my insta if you have not already seen it romy went as a purple baby shark and she knows the whole song so she absolutely loved it she was obsessed with her costume we she wanted to wear it like every single day um and we did go trick-or-treating she also has wanted to go trick-or-treating every single day since so 
I'm learning how to navigate that because it's wild. First of all, we don't usually have like candy at my house. Like, I don't know. I'm a snacker. We snack here. We don't really like sit and eat candy all the time. And so first of all, we've had candy in the house, which has been dangerous because we like candy. We just don't ever have it here because if we have it, it'll be get eaten all immediately. So that's been fun. She has loved it. And, but now that Halloween is over, also I do like to celebrate Day of the Dead. So the two days after Halloween, the first and second of November are Dia de los Muertos. And that is a Hispanic holiday where you celebrate your loved ones who have passed away. I love it. Not only do I love like the actual meaning of the holiday, but I love the vibes, dude. So we did celebrate Day of the Dead. Thanksgiving Point does a really fun Day of the Dead situation every year. So you should look into that next year if you're interested. But then we set up for Christmas. I'm one of those people, okay? I'm a Swifty and I set up Christmas as soon as possible in November. So maybe you can just, you can judge me based off of that. Let's just say that. But Christmas is up and the vibes are immaculate, dude. I'm living for it. I'm ready to cook up some peppermint hot cocoa, crawl into my bed with a heated blanket and watch the Grinch. Okay. That can picture it. Just picture the vibes and it's perfect. So if you're a Grinch, if you're freaking grouchy, if you are Scrooge, don't bother because you're not going to change my mind and Christmas deserves to have this much time. Um, on that note, I, what I'm watching lately is obviously Christmas movies. I did make a holiday movie watch list. I was immediately humbled when I posted it that I did not add Die Hard. I am sorry that I did every single one of you a disservice because apparently y'all were heated over that. So watch Die Hard. That's a solid option. It's not on the snippet that I'll post on my Instagram and my blog. So if you get booty tickled, I apologize in advance. This is your disclaimer. Die Hard's not on there. But my go-to Christmas movies, one more like adult content centered is Four Christmases. It's not inappropriate, right? But it's not like a kid's Christmas movie. But Four Christmases, I love it, dude. Probably because my parents were divorced, so I resonated with the fact that they had to go to Four Christmases because I've been there, done that, and we'll never do it again. (laughs) But love that. And then the new Grinch, the Illumination, like, animated Grinch that came out a few years ago. I freaking love it, dude. I think it's so cute. So peep my graphic of the holiday movie watch list. And if you don't want to do that, then just watch those couple ones because they're so good. But on to the next holiday in question, which is Thanksgiving. Um, this is just a slight disclaimer. We're going to talk more about this later in an actual like episode. But this is just a disclaimer because people are starting to think about and talk about Thanksgiving. So you don't need to earn your food. You don't need to earn your meals. You don't need to starve yourself to prepare for Thanksgiving. Actually, that's a bad way to do it because you won't be able to eat as much because your stomach will shrink. So here's the fun fact. Eat more leading up to Thanksgiving so you stretch your stomach out so you can enjoy all the freaking delicious food. 
but don't hold guilt for consuming food, especially because this is like an organized freaking feast, okay? So I know a lot of people have negative relationships with food, been there, but at some point you have to realize like you are fueling your body. You need food. If just that's all. That's my only disclaimer I'm going to give you right now. You do not have to earn your food. You do not need to feel guilty for eating and actually enjoying it. Okay. Anyways, what I've been listening to lately, um, Miss Tay Tay dropped 1989 Taylor's version. So obviously that, um, slut now that we don't talk and is it over now are the best vault tracks to date, dude. They are so good. I scream sing them in my car basically every time I'm in there. So that's what I'm listening to. Also, Lonnie released stripped versions of Double XL and um, Love at First Fight. The Love at First Fight stripped, dude, is so good. It's so good. I love music. And it's Christmas time. So Christmas playlist has come out. I will post that as well because it's pretty good. Anyways, let's dive into the meat of this episode because that was quite a catch up. So, like I said, we are going to go through, this is obviously inspired by T-Swizzle because she's a freaking genius, but we're going to label each month an era, and we're going to talk about a lesson that I learned within that month. Obviously, these lessons are an accumulation of the entire year combined, but to make this episode flow better, we are sectioning it by month. So, did I learn this lesson and abandon it at the end of the month and within the month? No, obviously not, but... I think you get the gist. So January, the era of January was morning, like healing morning, not like morning of the day. Um, And the lesson learned within that is that we can do hard things. That has been my motto for years now, but I felt it in January, dude. I went through like 30 life changes in two days. I left my marriage and had stayed with my mom in Arizona for basically a month. And I filed for divorce a few days after flying out to Arizona. And that was in December. So January, I moved into my own apartment. And, you know, I really fully became a single mom. And I, it was hard because I was mourning... The life that I wanted, you know, you want to give your kid a nuclear family. You want to give your kid, you know, a peaceful, happy, healthy environment with mom and dad in the picture. You want to give them siblings and you just want to give your kid the best that they can have. So I was mourning the fact that I could not provide that for her was that that is obviously my fault right like I my decisions led to the consequences for sure but I was just mourning you I think it's important to recognize that sometimes you lose stuff that you wanted or sometimes you've created a reality that's not actual like you in your brain have curated something that's not what life reflects in reality. And I think that's kind of where I was. I wanted things to be different than they were. So I think that was hard to let go of. But that is the lesson. We can do hard things. 
you can get through the shit show. You can make it through your hard times. What's that quote from Pitbull? To everybody going through hard times. Been there. Done that. <laughs> anyways. I love that shit. Oh, anyways. February. Moving on. February's era is birthday blues. I My birthday is the day before Valentine's Day. And exactly one month after Romy's birthday. Yes. I scheduled that on purpose. But... The theme of February is always Valentine's Day. You know, it's love month. I love love. So I fully embrace that. But birthday blues era lesson is you cannot love someone into loving you more. And this kind of coincides with mourning, right? Like I was sad that I couldn't be. Let's just say if they want to, they will. And that's that, right? You cannot love someone into doing certain things for you, feeling certain things for you, loving you more. Um, I heard a quote that says, you cannot give someone more of what they already don't appreciate and expect a different outcome. And I need y'all to hear that one more time because that literally slapped me in the face one day. You cannot give someone more of what they already do not appreciate and expect a different outcome. They already don't give a shit. They already don't appreciate the effort that you're putting in. So sometimes you have to just accept that. Sometimes you have to accept this person does not want XYZ or this situation will not add up to XYZ and you cannot change that. People, I do believe that people can change, but I do not believe it is any single person's responsibility to change someone, right? Like, I feel like that's a common phrase you hear from females. I'm saying females, men, maybe you do this too. But I'm saying females because I've had this conversation enough times to fucking know. But I feel like you hear, oh, I can change him. No, you cannot. If he does not want to, he will not do it. Like that, it's cut and dry simple. So... That's the lesson. You cannot love someone into loving you more. You cannot give them more love and expect them to love you more. Some people are selfish and greedy and they'll just take it. Moving on to March. The era of March is the era's tour, baby. I went, obviously, I already mentioned this a bajillion times now, but I did go to opening night. I sat lower bowl, opening night, era's tour in Arizona. It was the best concert of my life, but that's the theme. Um, that's the era. The lesson learned is if you want something, dude, do it. If you want to have something done, do it. I am so tired of the excuse of, well, I'll just wait until I'm skinnier. I'll just wait until I have more money. I will start it tomorrow. No. Do it now. If you want something, actually put in effort. Actually formulate an action plan or it will not happen. So the Eras Tour, for me, was like that. There was a little smidge of a debacle with the tickets, okay? Everyone knows there was ticket drama. So I had to just full send and make shit happen because I obviously wanted to go. I had planned on going 
and I bought plane tickets to visit my mother because she lives down in Arizona and we made that shit happen. So if you want something done, do it. Stop saying tomorrow. Stop saying when blank happens, I'll be ready to do it. Just start doing it. Sit down, make a list of what needs to happen and get shit going. Moving on. April. April's era is officially divorced. I finalized my divorce in April this year. And the lesson that I learned is that closure is stupid and effectively it's non-existent. When, key here is when you want it from an external source, right? You need to learn to be able to give your own closure. You need to give yourself the closure that you're wanting. You cannot rely on people who can't emotionally articulate their end of a situation when deep down you already freaking know, right? Like most of the time you can feel what is right and what is not. You know when you're in a shitty situation, you know when it's time to get out of it, but you're stubborn. Maybe you don't want to be alone. Maybe you're scared. Maybe your situation's not safe. Who knows? But closure is stupid. And I feel like that's a concept that, I mean, you learn it from watching like romance. You learn it from TV. You learn it from consuming certain outlets of stuff. But it's honestly, most of the time, People are not emotionally in a place to deliver closure at the end of something. You're going to need to patiently wait if you want closure for healing to take place before you're actually going to get it. So that is the lesson learned. Closure is stupid. It's non-existent. Stop relying on other people for it. Learn to give your own. Moving on to May. The era of May is Mama Day. Mother's Day happens in May. The lesson learned here is that moms are freaking superheroes. I, my mom is like one of my biggest role models. I want to be like her when I grow up. She is such a freaking badass dude. And I tell myself that every day that I just want to be just like her when I grow up (laughs) because she's awesome. And I have a lot of respect for Obviously, moms in general, but being a single mom, I have a lot of respect for single moms now. And if you are a single mom in a relationship, if you know, you know, okay? Some of them are. I apologize, men. You'll need to step it up sometimes. But single moms, like, this shit's hard, dude. (laughs) This shit is hard, So I have a lot of respect for single moms. I have a lot of respect for the sacrifices that my mom made. My mom was single for a little bit when I was a little kid. And she's, you know, she's, she did the damn thing. So I have a lot of respect for the sacrifices that she made uh, on my behalf. And I've learned a lot about what it took for her to actually do what she did when I was a kid. And I'm forever grateful that I was raised by someone who is just such a bright light. I've learned a lot and I feel like my whole like mindset came from how my mom raised me and how she is. So 
that is the era of May. I, moms are just awesome. You should call yours and just tell her you're grateful for her today. That's my challenge to you this week. Moving on to June. June's era is New York. I was lucky enough to go to New York in June for a few days and it was seriously a blast. I went for work and it was so fun. I don't like New York is busy and it's not super my vibe. I'm not really a partier, you know. I like to be at home watching movies and in comfy clothes, but I would not mind going back to like specifically be a tourist, right? Like I want to try all the yummy food and I want to see all the fun shit and that's just the vibe. I want to learn about it. I want to see the culture of the people who freaking live on top of each other. That's what was crazy. But the lesson in the era of New York is traveling is so good for your soul. There are so many cultures. There are so many things for you to learn and exploring is the only way to do it. Whether you can manage to travel out of the state or across the country or to across the world, you know, whether whatever you can manage, you should do it. Whether that means you're camping in the backyard, you're camping in the backyard. But traveling, I feel like is the best way to like really just put you in your place, you know, so that's June. Moving on to July. The era of July is obviously hot girl summer. And I feel like that was big this year. Maybe that's just because I was single and like I was targeted on my For You page with hot girl summer shit, you know? But the lesson that I learned with this era is that trends are exhausting. Hot girl summer is simply a mindset, okay? You do not have to be, you do not have to change your entire person to embody hot girl summer. It's a mindset. If you want to have hot girl summer, dude, full send it. But I think like fast paced consumption, um, ever changing popularities, it just never ends, right? There's always the next best thing. There's always something else to replace the last trend. So I think some of that needs to be given up. Um, I think you need to give up trying to chase the latest and greatest of everything. Because like I said, there's always better. There's always better. And people need to actually like step back and realize how lucky they are. I was baffled. This is a Halloween story again. But I was baffled when we were trick-or-treating. Like some of these kids, and I understand they're kids. Okay, they're greedy. Like, they'll walk up there and look at the person dead in the eye and say, oh, it's only one or it's only two. Like, what do you mean? Like, just be grateful. (laughs) And obviously, like, that's a story coming from, like, watching a kid do it. So that has nothing to do with the kid. But they're parented that way, right? So you need to look into yourself and be like, am I teaching? Am I actually like practicing gratitude because there's always something better there's always something to chase and you'll never be satisfied if you do that so that's the lesson for july (laughs) in august the era was slow life slow living 
And the lesson in there is today is only here for today. Slow down and embrace it. I think that being present has been the biggest lesson that I've learned this year. Primarily because I was in survival mode for as long as I could remember before this year. I was fighting for my life, bro. And I've been lucky enough to finally break free of that this year. And I shifted out of survival mode and into fully appreciating being present because now I have the capacity to actually be present, right? I'm not fighting for my freaking life anymore. But I think that's so important because you will never get today back. You will never get right now back, even in three hours. And I think slowing down will help you manage that and manage the fact that we are living in a society that likes to go a million miles a minute that supports fully hustle culture and working until you freaking die which is so stupid you cannot live like that so I think everyone could benefit from slowing down and actually being intentional about where your energy and attention goes because you do not have to be moving at a million miles a minute. Um, but moving on. The September era is love. I love love. <laughs> I love it. But the lesson with love is that there's a deficit of love. You know, there's a negative love balance right now on earth. And because of that... Everyone needs to do a better job about spreading love, being kind, and transforming your mindset with gratitude. Obviously, I've already touched on that subject today. I touch on it every week. Gratitude will change your life. Once you start practicing gratitude actively and intentionally, you will start to become a more positive person, right? You will start to see things in your daily life that maybe you weren't grateful for before that you are now. One thing that slapped me across the face this month is Romy helps me make my coffee every morning. I'm going to cry just thinking about it. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Romy helps me make my coffee every morning. And it's one of my favorite parts of the day, right? But I don't think I fully appreciated it or loved this aspect of my day. And... Romy went with her dad for fall break and that is one of the longest times that she has been away from me which I it was rough guys it was really tough I hate sharing her and I was so sad but we survived it (laughs) and it's only it's only that's only the beginning but when she was gone I went to make my coffee dude and I just bawled I like I fully cried because I'm like I love that right and I wasn't fully like appreciating it while it was happening obviously I love it and obviously I'm grateful for it but like that smacked me in the face of like you need to like be intentional and appreciate this while it's happening because one day she's not gonna want to right one day she's just gonna be like make your own fucking coffee mom and that's fine you know kids grow that's fine it's hard it's so hard but it's how life goes So I think being grateful and intentionally practicing gratitude, especially throughout the day in like present tense while you're living it, 
that's so important. So that's the lesson of love. Gratitude will increase your capacity for love. And finally, we are capping it off at October because we just started November. So I'm obviously not going to, you know, embark on that journey. So October's era is seasons change, right? That's kind of, that's intentional because October is like when fall starts. I just explained that and that extremely depleted, wow, that depleted the purpose of that. Anyways, whatever. Seasons change, chapters end. The lesson in there is you have to turn the page. You have to do it. You have to close certain chapters. You have to close the door. Sometimes you need to lock it. Sometimes you need to burn the damn door. Um, Because new doors can't open when there's energy stuck on old ones that will not close. So I think it's important to understand that you are in control of your own life and your own fate, right? You have the power to open and close whatever doors you want. Whether you want to open a door that leads to fucking self-destruction or you want to open a door that leads to growth and, you know, a happy life, that is a you problem, not a me problem. But you do have to just understand that things end. That's how life works. Things end, people leave, people die. You know, people make shitty decisions. But you have to understand that, like, some things are out of your control. But you can choose where to put your energy. So that is the final lesson that we're going to talk about today. I hope I was somewhat articulate i hope that you learned something from this or took something away from this and i cannot wait to talk to y'all next week thank you so much for listening tune in next week for more of the by maddie marie podcast as always please drop a five-star review And all my socials and my blog are linked in the description. I'll talk to you guys next week and have the best Taco Tuesday.